Hey, welcome in everybody. This is the South Lot Football Guys podcast. Back with season four of the podcast here. Uh, getting excited, getting ready for another year of football. Uh, we are a day removed from Labor Day, guys, and uh, we're already starting to take a look at the lines here. Uh, getting ready for week one. So, uh, you guys as excited as I am? Oh, yeah. Football's back. Gotta love this time of year. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Labor Day. This is a labor of love for all three of us. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we enjoy it. And uh, I've definitely missed it since since we last talked in Super Bowl. Good, some good Super Bowl action for sure. Yeah, good Super Bowl action indeed. Uh, we will, we'll take a little bit of time here. We just revisit the lead pipe locks from uh from the super bowl see how we did um so adam uh you had joe mixon over 61 and a half and uh cam Akers under 64 and a half which hit it's a nice job there robbie uh bangles uh basically to win the third quarter and then uh, I, I swung and missed on my halftime uh, lock. Still DRE as the first song did not come in for those who <laughs> keep in track. Uh, but two out of three on the lead pipe locks. What was that? That was like plus 400 or something. Yeah, like, that a, it was. That was, that, was a, that was a long shot lock. I think it was a production error. That was. <laughs> they missed an opportunity. Oh, but that was. Totally. They missed an opportunity. Um, so... Yeah, great Super Bowl. Um, you know, kind of wrapped up a solid playoff run for us. Uh, you know, we, we tend to break late. Um, so <laughs> good thing you guys are listening for week one when we're, we're, we're really at our best. So, <laughs> um, But, uh, yeah, we're, we're excited to get into it, uh, kind of break down, you know, a lot of the movement in the offseason here. Uh, you know, got the, uh, the experts, the big brain plays uh, to break all that down. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, guys uh, – Anything else you want to cover before we just we just dive right in? No, I mean we'll we'll, we'll touch most of the big offseason moves and the, the game previews. Okay, all right. Well, maybe uh, one thing we can get out of the way early then is our Super Bowl uh, picks for the year. Just get them on record right now, uh, Robbie. I'll, I'll start with you. What are you, what are your thoughts on uh, this this upcoming Super Bowl? Who do you think is going to be in there? Oh, you know what? Uh, looking at this, uh, you know, you got some uh, AFC to me is uh, a very strong division this year, uh, especially comparing to the NFC. Um, so it, it's it, AFC is a little tougher, but I'm I'm gonna go a, a little contrarian to start it off with a little uh, LA Chargers in the Super Bowl on the AFC side and. Um, for the NFC's side, uh, we're going to go with the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, like what they've been adding on the offseason, well, both teams actually. Um, you know, Chargers are looking to uh, be coming out in. They're going to be in a tough division all year long. That AFC West is, man, that, you've got quite a few teams in there. It's going to be shootouts all the time. They're going to be getting some – um, good quality gameplay and be ready for the, this playoff. And I think they can make a good run here. Um, and, you know, when it's all said and done, um, I, I do think the Chargers are going to take it over the Cardinals here. Oh, Ooh. back-to-back L.A. teams. Spicy, spicy pick. Back-to-back L.A. teams. Yeah. Adam, what do you think? Uh, so I looked last year. I had the Bills winning it against the Bucks. That 
it didn't didn't happen. Uh, I, I I do like the Bills again this year, though. I I think that that AFC West, you know, I those teams are just gonna beat up on each other. I think the Bills might have a little bit of advantage, um, at least getting healthier and less wear tread on the tires heading into the playoffs in the AFC East, which is a lot easier. Um, I just think they're the most talented team in the league, and uh, I have them going up against the Packers, who. I feel are the, it's the cream of the crop of the NFC, which is, as Robbie said, a lot, a lot easier of a division. Um, but yeah, I have uh, I have Josh Allen going to Allentown and winning the Super Bowl. <laughs> well, uh, I I'm also uh, I'm loving the Bills this year. I, I picked the Bills last year too. Uh, I think eventually, you know, they've got the best kind of all around roster. I think to to put it together, I like the Bills. Um, to win the Super Bowl against the Bucks this year, um, kind of going back to what you were saying um, with the AFC West, I think um, you know the NFC is is pretty uh, tough. That or um, is is the easier division this year. Um, the toughest division within the NFC is the NFC West, and I think those teams beat up on each other a lot. And uh, I think it's going to make things maybe a little easier for the Bucks to get home field advantage and. Uh, maybe maybe piece together a long Super Bowl run here. But, you know, it's it's early. It's all speculation at this point. But, uh, yeah, do do going to stick with it. I do think it's the Bills' year. So we'll see. Um, uh, like what they're uh, putting together there under Sean McDermott. Uh, but with that said, guys, let's, uh, let's get into the week one action here. And we kick it off with uh, the Bills versus the Rams, a marquee matchup if I've ever seen one, uh, NFL uh, knows how to schedule these opening games, so um, I know I'll be tuning in. This is going to be a good game. This game is in L.A. at SoFi, where the Rams are 2.5-point underdogs, and the over-under in this one is 52.5. Uh, Robbie, why don't you uh, lead us off here? I know Stafford's a little banged up, but he's uh, looking like he's good to go. Yeah, looking at initial injury reports, it seems like the Rams are, both sides of the ball, seem to be pretty clean bill of health. Um, we uh, don't really have any injury reports at this point besides this game, but, um, so, so far, you know, um, we're, we're, we can expect a pretty good matchup between these two teams. And, you know, you said a marquee matchup to start off week one. It, we got a couple other very interesting matchups that, you know, NFL just scheduled that just looking right down here that, uh, there are going to be some good matchups going on this week. I'm very excited for week one, just looking at this. I thought you were um, fast-forwarding to week 11 there for a second. <laughs> did I say week 11 at some point? I may have. Um, That's the Deshaun return. Hey, we're looking is, forward. <laughs> no, what, the week 13, what, the random 11-game suspension? Yeah. Just so he could play against the Texans? Yeah, it's, that would, it's a nice round number. You know? Nice round yeah. number, NFL. Yeah. The shield. <laughs> the shield. Hey, you know, it's it's all, all for all for show, you know. It's an entertainment game. Let's not uh, lie, you know. Um, but uh, this, this is going to be a great game. Um, Bills, obviously, are favored for a reason. You know, they're the team to beat right now in the NFL, you know, they're everybody's thinking, you know, that they're going to be best chance to make the Super Bowl run. And, you know, there's good reason to, 
you know, that defense is just rock solid. Josh Allen just slings the ball. He's got a bunch of different weapons. You know, Gabriel Davis is stepping into his own. Um, they've got enough, well, decent enough running backs to be able to help push the ball too. Um, so, uh, you know, I I think this is going to be a close game. Uh, two and a half points. That's man. I I think that's a good line. Um, I I this is probably a game I'm not touching. But man, I I think Rams at home just gives them that little extra edge to try to keep it within a couple points. Um, I I could see this game going back and forth between these two sides. Yeah, I agree. I think uh, I think it is a good line. Um, I'm not thrilled about uh, taking either side in this one. I do expect it to be a close game, um, so maybe I'd lean with the money on the Rams. But uh, overall, I do think the Bills are the better team, uh, and I like them to uh, win this game overall. But um, I think if I were to take any action in this game, I'd maybe consider... Uh, the over under in a teaser play. Um, if you if you drop that down to like anywhere from forty three to forty five, uh, I think that should be pretty comfortable that that would hit. Um, but I think in terms of a straight up spread play, I lean the Bills. But uh, yeah, I I don't think this is one I'm gonna be rushing to the uh, to the bookkeeper on. Yeah, I actually I actually love the Bills here. Um, yeah, I, I'll go through some of my strongest season-long plays, but I am really fading the L.A. Rams this year. I think a lot of signs are pointing to, towards them having a regression year. I, I think a lot of things broke right for them last year for them to win the Super Bowl. You know, Matthew Stafford didn't play well down the stretch and didn't really play well in the playoffs. He, I mean, he was throwing a lot of picks. Um, they, they sort of had a lot of things coming to line for them to come and actually win the Super Bowl but the offseason you had Deshaun McVay am I going to retire go do some work for Fox and then Stafford you have the elbow issue I yeah usually the losing team has the Super Bowl hangover um but I, I think this year it might be the actual winner um and I they, they had some losses. I know they added Bobby Wagner, but I, I don't know how much he's going to bring in terms of what they lost. Um, he's what thirty four years old. Sad. I don't know how yeah, much more he's got in the tank. I, I just I, I see I see a lot of regression themes uh, for this Rams team and the other side. Um, I, and I just don't think they're going to be as hungry as their opponent and the Bills, who I mean ended the season one of the most heartbreaking losses I've ever seen for a team that played well enough to win and just didn't. Didn't get the right, didn't get the ball at the end to prove that. But uh, I, I love the Bills. I love their offseason. Uh, I think Von Miller's going to have a big game here in a revenge spot. Uh, I, I I like the Bills two and a half, but I also like them alt line seven. I think this they, they could put a whooping on this Rams team. Um, I'm especially worried about the Rams O line. Uh, they lost uh, Wentworth. Uh, they lost uh, one of their other guards. I'm uh, blanking on the name, but I, I, I think that that. That used to be a strength of their team, and now it's, it's at least a question mark. So, yeah, you know the the Rams, the kind of the way they built their team is uh, kind of these short little quick deals like Devon Miller, uh, Odell Beckham. Um, obviously, they were able to turn Ramsey into a longer contract, but um, and they've they've you know foregone a lot of draft capital in order to do that. 
So not really seeing the influx of uh, young talent that uh, you know offset some of these losses that they've had in free agency guys leaving. So yeah, they I mean they might be short-handed uh, depth, uh, probably not uh, as deep as it needs to be. Definitely not as deep as last year. Um, so yeah, I mean I, I agree with you. I could think we could see some regression here, um, especially in a very competitive NFC West for the Rams. So um, interesting. Yeah, I- yeah, I'd say adding on to that, you know, we've we've been saying for the last couple of years, like, this is about the Rams' time. Their time is coming up. Their Super Bowl window is coming up. And last year, it seemed like it's probably the last, um, <laughs> was the last chance they had, and they, they got it. So, yeah, um, I I am tempering expectations for the Rams as a whole this um, season. But, you know, I, I think for the first game out of here, they're, they're going to, come out with something they're going to be coming hard at this bills team all right we'll see should be a great way to start off the season nonetheless all right uh game two on the slate here it's the san francisco 49ers heading into chicago to take on the bears the bears are seven point home underdogs in this one um and the over-under is set at 41 and a half um, and that is tied for the lowest over-under in uh, this week's slate of games. So, uh, interesting there. Uh, Adam, why don't we lead off with you on this one? Yeah, I'm going to take the Bears here. Um, I am not high on the Bears this season going in. Um, I I did like what I saw in the preseason, but that can only go so far. The talent just isn't there on this roster. It's clear rebuilding year. Um, But in this game, getting seven points at home versus a team with, a really strange quarterback uh, controversy. I'm not even call it a controversy. Situation with Trey Lance, the starter. He has the reins, and oh, we're gonna re-sign Jimmy G because we're we're scared to let this guy take the reins. I I just don't know if they have full trust in him, and for a team in that situation to be taking seven points, to be given seven or. Uh, be seven point favorites on the road. I I, I think it's just crazy. Um, I, I I like the Bears here getting a full touchdown. Yeah, I like the Bears as well here. Uh, agree with a lot of what you're saying. I think they uh, might be underestimating um, the Bears' offense a little bit. Uh, there are still some weapons. I mean, David Montgomery and Khalil Herbert in the backfield. No joke. Um, if, if anything, it's a revamped offensive line, yet to see if it will uh, translate into some continuity or anything uh, solid. But also got fields in year two with uh, some room for upside as well. Um, you know, Mooney is a, a solid uh, wide receiver on the outside, and they're uh, going to be working in Cole Komet a lot. I just think uh, Bears offense has more options than people uh, think it on the surface and then you know as for the 49ers you know like you said I mean Trey Lance very unproven um, in in a game one here I I just don't know seven points feels like a ton I, I expect the Niners to probably win this game off their defense alone but yeah seven points on the road with an unproven quarterback I'm I, I don't like that at all so I'll take the Bears uh, plus the seven yeah so uh to me, uh, this whole uh, Trey Lance, Jimmy G thing, you know, I'm not, not as worried about this. Um, you know, this, this seems like it's all Trey Lance's team. Uh, the whole thing in the offseason, it, it just seemed to me that the 
front office in the San Francisco. They're they're actually trying to do what's best for Jimmy G. You know, they respected the I think they respect the guy too much that they're um, wanted to make sure he was going to a place where you know he'd be well off and. You know, re-signing him as a backup contract, I don't think was a slight on him and by any means. Now they got a bit good backup just in case Trey Lance gets hurt, which, you know, rushing quarterbacks, uh, you know, a little more susceptible to that. Um, but, you know, also get the potential um, for him to, if if there's an opportunity in, later on in the season, a big uh, quarterback goes down on a big team and that he could go get sent over to make a playoff run, I, I think that uh, they'd, make that happen for him but as for this game um you know i'm i'm leaning the bears too i'm with you guys i think this is too many points um i mean i'm granted i'm kind of excited to see what the 49ers are going to pull out with trey lance you know they're they're always about the run game and now they've got this extra element to it with uh, trey lance's running ability and i'm i'm really excited to see what they've got in this um with that, you know, same draft class right here, Justin Fields on the other side of the ball. Uh, I think he's uh, been – he's a little underrated right now to start the season. Uh, we we saw what he could do under Nagy, but honestly, it, it seemed – everything I've heard about that is that Nagy just wanted the first read and that's it. Uh, they wouldn't let Fields throw to anybody else or even Mitch for that matter when he was playing. So – um, I'm actually expecting both offenses to come out churning. I'm not scared of either defenses here. Um, you know, I'd say 49ers got the better defensive side here, but um, I, I'm i not scared of them whatsoever. I think these are two QBs from the same draft class that both have something to prove, and I think they're going to both come out firing. So I, I like the over in this one. That's the play I like in this game. The over last year's matchup hit. I, 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 yeah, I like that's it. true. I think we're all over that one, too. Kind of remember, I think we're all at that game, weren't we? We were. <laughs> we were. Fields had a crazy rushing touchdown that game. He had a lot of rushing yards that game, too. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, we'll see. I mean, Bears played him close last year, too. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I just uh, I don't get the line. I just think it's too much. But uh, we will see. Uh, at any rate, uh, let's get into our next matchup here. And we've got the Cleveland Browns taking on the Carolina Panthers. Panthers are two-and-a-half-point favorites at home in this one. Um, obviously, we've got uh, the Baker revenge factor here in this one. And uh, the Browns, uh, you know, not uh, – they're Watsonless, uh, we'll say. Uh, and they're going to be Watsonless uh, for the majority of the season. But um, Adam, I'll, I'll turn it over to you. I mean, what do you, what are you thinking on this game? Got to be low scoring, right? Yeah, um, you know, I, I I really like the Browns this year. Um, outside of the quarterback situation, I, I think they have a really good roster, a great defense, um, good up front on both uh, offensive defensive lines. I, I just like um, I just like their team, um, and I think they have clear in a way a better roster than the Panthers. Uh, I'm gonna take them to win money line this week. Although I, I, I'm not as confident as as I would be normally picking a money line team. I just think that there's there's an X factor in Baker Mayfield, and um, if, if there's anybody that has a bigger revenge game this entire week, it's it's him versus his old team in the Browns. And 
how they sort of did him dirty with um, the whole off season, everything they did it. They, they, they really left him out to dry. So uh, I'm not, I'm not super confident in, in this game. Um, but I, I do think that the Browns are a better roster. I'm going to go with them. And I do like the under in this game too. I, I think Panthers defense last year uh, was a little underrated. I know their offense sort of sputtled and, everything sort of fell apart for that team but at the beginning of the year they were playing some good defense and uh i, I sort of expect the same this year so i i do like the under 41 and a half yeah i uh i like the under in this one as well um i think that's uh gonna be one of my stronger plays of the week i just i don't expect much uh out of either of these teams in terms of fireworks early i think baker's still probably trying to get acclimated to an offense um and uh I think we could see a lot of running the ball, especially out of the Browns. I think they're going to lean heavy on uh, Kareem Hunt and Chubb uh, to try to get the job done for a lot of the work in the early season. We know Cleveland's got a really strong defense as well. Um, Panthers' defense had kind of an up-and-down year last year. Um, We'll see what they're able to do. But, I mean, against, um, you know, just kind of like a a B-squad quarterback, I mean, um, I think think they – should be able to keep this a pretty low-scoring game. But uh, I, I'm going to go Panthers here. I think they'll cover. Uh, I think Baker's able to come in with the revenge factor. And uh, my uh, my play for this game that I really like that I'm confident in is the under 41.5. Yeah, I'm, I'm leaning towards the Browns. I, I think you guys are pretty spot on with the under. Uh, I, I'm not going to touch this game, though. Uh, I, th- I think these are some good lines. Um but, uh, yeah, kind of going to this, both these teams, you know, I'd imagine a lot of a lot of time spent on the ground here on both sides of the ball. You know, you got a healthy McCaffrey, you know, they're, they're going to try to use him. Uh, maybe spell him out a little bit, not, sh- not sure. But, um, you know, Browns, you know, that they've always they, – they were the top running team last year, and I they're going to keep doing it again, especially um, – since they've got a little while to wait for Deshaun to come into action. But um, one thing I was curious about was kind of the revenge games when a quarterback leaves another team. I, I wish I had the, a chance to try to research this. So, But, um, you know, I, I'm just curious on whether, like, a, the quarterback who changed its team does better or if it's the team he's leaving since they know his tendencies. Personally, I'm kind of leaning towards the team that he's leaving, knowing his tendencies, especially in this situation with the Browns. Um, that that defense has been very good for them, um, and I'm expecting them to be do well again. So, um, you know, I'm I'm taking leaning the Browns on, in this situation. You know, I think they're going to pull out the win. Um, I think Browns are going to start with a road win in this one. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, Browns defense, the Browns number one defense has seen a lot of Baker over the last few years. Uh, practice, I'm sure Denzel Ward uh, knows how to jump a few routes uh, based off of uh, Baker's read. So, yeah, I mean, we'll see. Um, should be an interesting game. Uh, we'll see if the Panthers can get off on the right foot or if the Browns will start 1-0, um, you know, get off to a hot start. Next game up, we've got a divisional matchup. It's the New Orleans Saints heading into Atlanta to take on the Falcons. Falcons are five-and-a-half-point underdogs at home in this one. 
Um, let's see. Over under is set at a 42 and a half, and that's got to be uh, probably one of the lower uh, Saints Falcons uh, lines oh, that we've seen years, in, yeah. in years. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, kind of a, a lot uh, of unknowns here with both of these teams. Uh, I, for one, will be interested to see uh, Michael Thomas back on the field. It's been a long time. Uh, you know, what can Jameis do for the Saints? How explosive can they be? Um, you know, just uh, a lot of question marks with the Saints and. And with the uh, Atlanta Falcons, I mean, kind of in a rebuild scenario now. We'll see uh, what they've got in them, uh, you know, on the offensive side of the ball. I, I'm kind of thinking that they're going to have a hard time uh, generating the kind of success they did last year, basically off Corderell Patterson alone. Um, but uh, we'll, we'll see. Uh, for me, I like the Saints in this one. Um, I just think... Uh, they're going to be a little bit too uh, tough to handle. I just think uh, overall roster shape, their defense, still solid unit. Uh, they're going to give this uh, Falcons team fits. And uh, honestly, it's a uh, you know, Saints fan base that travels well, especially uh, to these divisional games. So I think uh, you know probably be about half Saints fans there. Should be rowdy, uh, but I think the Saints win this one. They'll cover the five and a half. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I, I love the Saints this week. I love them season long. I, 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 their over-under is 8.5. Um, I think that's t- top three strongest plays, the over 8.5. This team is talented. I know a lot of people are concerned about um, Dennis Allen, um, which is valid. You know, last time he was a head coach, he was awful for the Raiders. But a uh, different situation, different team. Uh, they got Pete Carmichael, offensive coordinator, who's been under um, – Sean Payton for a decade now. I, I think that the, the continuity and the situation will help. Um, the, the, they got one of the best rosters in the league. I just don't understand how they're 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 only eight and a half wins in a very very bad NFC division or NFC conference. So I I, I love them season long, but in this game I. I I really like them. Eight, five and a half is a little, little high for a road team in her division, but I'm gonna lay it here. Falcons were statistically the worst seven and ten team of all time when it came to point differential. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It was a miracle they made it to the seven wins last year. Um, I, I they got worse. Um, like Evan said, clearly a rebuilding year. I just, I don't see them coming out week one, fires blazing and playing, making it a game against the Saints team. I, I think Saints run all over them. I'm right there with you. Um, this game, you know, it just seems like we got a lot of question marks in it, both sides of the ball. Um, but I, I think the talent on the Saints side is going to just prevail over this Falcons team. I'm not excited for this Falcons team whatsoever. Uh, Marcus Mariota at the helm, you know, how, how well is he going to perform? How long is he going to last? Um, it's... Seems like there's a lot of question marks for this Atlanta team. So you know, give me the Saints here. They're you, you know you know Jameis. He's they're gonna let him sling it anyway. So uh, I'm I'm not worried about the Saints running up the score. They could easily run up the score on this team. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll see. So we're all in the Saints in this one. Uh, we'll see. Yeah, maybe the Falcons will surprise at home. Uh, come out with some life, but uh, yeah. 
you know, it certainly seems like the odds are not in their favor in this one. All right, next up, uh, another divisional game. We've got the New England Patriots taking on the Miami Dolphins in Miami. Where the Dolphins are three-point favorites at home. And uh, the over-under in this one is at 46 and a half. Uh, I, uh, I actually like the Patriots here. Um, I think this is going to be a close game. I think, uh, you know, just based on these divisional matchups, I think a lot of what we're seeing out of the Dolphins right now is is just pure projection. Um, you know, there's there's a lot of faith that Tua is just going to take this leap now that he's got you know second year Waddle uh, and he's got Tyreek Hilk now and, and I mean certainly he's got the weapons, but you know I, I watched a fair amount of the Dolphins last year and uh, you know he's just inaccurate at times, uh, to say the least. So I'm, I'm just yet to see that he's, uh, this proven downfield passer. And, uh, I don't know. I think three points, um, you know, them getting three points at home early season. I think that'll lead to close games too. Both defenses should be gassed. Um, you know, I, I just, I, I think this is a close game, and I'm just, I'm not ready to say that the Dolphins are, are going to be this uh, world-beating organization. Um, you know, Patriots have a lot of questions, obviously, too. Uh, a lot of change on the offensive side of the ball. Uh, Mac Jones, another unproven. He did not end the season well at all last year. Uh, after, you know, solid first eight, nine games, he really went downhill fast in the second half. Uh and, uh, you know, just doesn't have a lot of options to, to really go to outside of the, uh, the tight end position. Uh, lost safety valve, James White. So now that's going to be kind of a timeshare uh, between uh, Harris and Ramondre Stevenson. Probably more Ramondre Stevenson in that uh, James White role. But, you know, not a lot of great weapons on the outside for him at this point. Um, yeah, I, I don't think... Uh, I don't think this is going to be a high-scoring game. You know, I, I just think that the, the Dolphins are going to have a hard time pulling away in this one in a division game. So I, I'm going to take the Pats to keep this close and, and take them plus three. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you there. Uh, I, I'm on the Pats side. Um, you know, kind of going on about the, this Dolphins team. Like, yeah, they got Tyreek, and, you know, they've got a whole lot of weapons. You know, year two Waddle. Uh, and Gisecki, who's a great tight end, uh, receiving tight end at least. Um, and, you know, you'd think he's got a lot of a- options, but, yeah, it's, it's uh, inaccuracy for Tua that just kind of makes it more hit or miss to me. I, I just remember last year seeing some Dolphins games where it's impressed, like Tua was hitting everything and, you know, and they were moving the ball pretty well. And then the next game, game you just he was just silent, disappeared. It was kind of a hit-or-miss Dolphins team, and I'm not really confident that Tua is going to really make this step up right now just because he's got Tyreek. So, you know, the Patriots feel like a safer play right here. Um, I, I trust their coaching staff a lot more than Dolphins right now, um, even though Dolphins, maybe talent-wise, are better than the Patriots both sides of the ball. Um, I think taking the points with the Patriots is the right move here to – because, you know, I, I trust Bill Belichick a lot more than what this Dolphins team has to offer. 
Yeah, uh, I, I'm actually going to go Dolphins. I, I hear what you guys are saying about the Dolphins and a lot of question marks. Um, and I I don't disagree, but uh, I think in this matchup, the, the Patriots, even when they were, you know, dynasty winning Super Bowls, they struggled going down to Miami to play them. Um, and for in this situation, the Dolphins to be only three-point favorites, I, I think they're a better team than the Patriots. Um and I know they still got a lot to prove, but um, you know, I it, it's gonna. I have a hard time seeing the Patriots, uh, you know, keeping up with the you know quote unquote explosive offense that the Dolphins claim to have going into the year. But I I, I think in this in this matchup, they don't need to be world beaters. I think they just need to maybe get the twenty points and they'll. They'll cover cover this line. I have a hard time seeing the Patriots uh, score more than seventeen on this defense, uh, especially on the road. Yeah, there's been some uh, some classics between these two teams in this particular stadium over the last uh, decade. So we'll see if this is uh, one that lives up to that hype. But uh, yeah, this will kind of be a good indication for both these teams. Uh, you know what to expect this year. If the Pats just get the doors blown off of them, then it's like okay, they're they're rebuilding and they're bad. Um, and if the Dolphins, uh, you know, if Tua struggles, the questions are going to start early. <laughs> so we will see. Um, next game up, guys, we've got the Baltimore Ravens taking on the New York Jets. Uh, Jets are seven-point home dogs in this one with the over-under set at 44-and-a-half. Uh, Robbie, why don't you start this off? Yeah, this is a game where I'm fully expecting the Ravens to go into New York and just take care of business here. Um, you know, I, I will say Jets might be a sneaky team, one that you might watch, uh, need to watch at least their offense. Of. They've been putting some pieces together, and, man, if you look at their opening schedule, I, I'm sure I'm taken away from what you're probably going to say a little bit, Adam, in the future. Oh. But that opening schedule for the Jets is just brutal. They and them. they're going to have to – that's going to be a real tough test for them um, to start the season. But, uh, you know, I, I like the Ravens here. Um, you, they maybe had a little bit of a disappointing year last year, um, and now, um, you know, they've got some uh, – you know, that running back room is going to always be depleted, isn't it? But they, they've, they've got uh, something to look forward to. You know, I, I think they're going to – be coming out pounding in this one, Lamar Jackson. You know he he's a baller, um, and you know with Marquise Brown leaving, uh, this gives a good chance for Rashad Bateman to step up, and uh, I think he will. I, um, I do like the Jets to m- maybe be a sneaky team to keep your eye out for, especially getting some good lines. But I th- I think the Ravens could take care of them by over a touchdown in this one here. Yeah, Robbie, what you just touched on with. Uh with the Jets kind of being a sneaky team. I, I, I agree with that. Um, this is another situation kind of like the Bears. Um, you know, I just think uh, getting seven points at home, that's that's a little bit too good to pass up. Um, you know, there's been a lot of talk in the offseason that uh, this Jets team is, is much improved. Uh, Bro Sala uh, seems to be making some traction there. Uh, we'll see. Uh, I know Adam has uh, early wagers in on him to be first to be fired uh, with that tough schedule. But, um, yeah, I just think uh, 
you know, this Jets team, after uh, Wilson came back from his injury last year, uh, they were definitely more competitive uh, down the stretch. Um, looked looked a, just a better overall team, uh, kind of figuring things out, learning how to compete. So, you know, I, I still think this is uh, – I don't think they're going to be a 500 team this year, but I think they're going to carry over that competitiveness into this year and uh, keep some of these games close. So uh, plus seven points at home, I, I think if I see that a lot out of the Jets this year, I, I think I'll wind up taking it because I think that they'll they'll prove a lot of people wrong and they'll be able to move the ball on the offensive side. Uh, go ahead. You, you, oh, I was going to say uh... – I'm I'm out on the Jets this year. Um, I, they do have a lot of young pieces that talented. I the way that they this schedule set up for them, it, it, it couldn't have gone any worse. Uh, they, I I feel like they needed. They're one of the few teams in the league that probably needed an easy matchup, and they don't have one until Week Twelve, um, which is absolutely insane. Uh, the, the going into the season without a healthy quarterback or. Zach Wilson's not not healthy. Um, I'm not sure when he's going to be back. We got Joe Flacco taking the helm. Uh, I like the Ravens in this game. I don't. I'm not even that high in the Ravens this year. Um, I just think that you know they're they're healthy for the first time in a while, somewhat healthy, and um, they they've had a good track record. Week one on the road, going it going in and uh, whooping up on some teams. It's happened the last three years in a row. Um, I like the Ravens. I like the over here, 44 and a half, a little low. Um, but as Evan mentioned, uh, season long, I love the Jets under five and a half wins. You're actually getting juice in that. And uh, 22 to one for Bro Salah to be the first coach fired. Um, you're, you're just getting insane value for a team that has a possibility to start, you know, 0 and 10. Um, and if that happens, <laughs> I, I haven't seen anything that proves to me that he's a good head coach um good defensive coordinator maybe um but we've seen plenty of good defensive coordinators fail as coaches um and it could go south real fast for this jets team yeah i I think people forget like how how injured that ravens team did get at the end of last season i mean they they they're just so beat up that they dropped six straight to end the season and yeah now that they're healthy i I, I think they've got the opportunity to just beat up on this Jets team. We'll see. Should be uh, another interesting matchup. Um, yeah, gonna gonna be interesting. Hopefully, uh, Lamar keeps his uh, his agent away from the field for this game. His agent's his mom. Zach Wilson likes moms. Um, oh, that's a good joke. Yeah. Right. That you know what? That, was, that one right over deep, my head. It that was, was, a, deep, was a, it was a deep cut. It was like some whoa, 3D whoa. chess right there. For whoa, some whoa. reason, I, I was thinking Roquan, and he was th- his own agent. <laughs> that, that's where my mind was kind of going to. Where it's like, th- does he have like a fake agent name that's really himself? These no, are I guess his mom. Is these there. are we're not in mid-season form with the jokes <laughs> yet in the delivery, so we'll we'll get there. But, you were there. Uh, me and Robbie were a little. Late. <laughs> we're, we're slow. We're the right delivery could have been better. <laughs> uh, next matchup, guys. We've got the uh, Jags taking on the Commanders in Washington D.C. Bring back the football team. Come on. Uh, it's the one loss from the last two. I love the can ball I just, and team. Can I just yeah, – I, I, I almost just want to refer to them as the team. I'm good with it. Yeah. yeah. I, I like the team. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Jags taking on the team. Washington football team. Team are three-point favorites at home in this one. Uh, Over-under set at 43 and a half. 
Um, yeah, I uh, I kind of like the Jags in this one. Um, I think that's going to be a team that's basically going to improve. Uh, I feel like there's something in physics here. Like if if you can't go down, the only way you can go is up. Um, just with how bad things were with Urban Meyer last year, like they they've got nowhere to go but up. Um, you know, we'll see. Uh, Travis Etienne, obviously, he had the uh, I think it was List Frank last year, right? Yep. Uh, so he's coming back. We'll see uh, if he is explosive as he was um, at Clemson. Uh, see if they can kind of rekindle that uh, the Dabo magic between him and, and Trevor Lawrence. Um, you know, Lawrence does have a you know couple good options to throw to. Obviously, um, you know Marvin Jones is is a guy. He's a veteran in this league, and he's proved himself over many years. Uh, so I think uh, you know they can move the ball there. I, I like their running attack. Uh, obviously, they still got kind of have a two good two back system with uh, him and Robinson as well, Etienne and Robinson. So I'm kind of interested to see what we get out of the Jags this year. And uh, as for the team, you know, I I just I really don't know. Uh, didn't love the Carson Wentz uh, signing. That wasn't for me. Uh, have not been a big Carson Wentz fan, unfortunately, since he blew his knee out. Just not the same player, in my opinion. And um, I, I don't know. Uh, that defense is is getting older. Uh, still have one of the better defensive lines in the league, so I think they should still be able to, uh, uh, you know, force some plays out there. But I, I question their secondary a little bit. I'm just uh, not overly high on the uh, the football team this year. So I like the Jags here. Uh, getting three points. All right, I really like the Jags in this one. Uh, I like the money line, uh, beating beating the team on the road. Um, I, I I really like the Jags as a sleeper team this year. Uh, I, I I know we talked a lot about their offense and some of the young pieces they got potential, but I actually really like their defense. Uh, I think they got a top three defensive line in the league. Uh, they're deep. They can rotate. They got some. Really good playmakers. Um, I, I just think that this this whole team is going to be revitalized under Doug Peterson out of the the hellhole that was Urban Meyer. Uh, I think they're really sneaky and, and in a really bad division. Um, they got they got upside. Uh, so watch out for the Jags. On the other side, the team. I expect their defense to be better. Um, it's hard not to be from last year. Uh, on offense. Uh, Evan, you said it. it it's it's question marks. Uh, Carson Wentz can he can he can he hold up for the season? I I I, I don't. But I think both him and and uh, Riverboat Ron are very very much on the hot seat uh, going into the year. So they 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 have to perform. But uh, in this matchup with a questionable old line, I really like the Jags going in there getting a win. Um, and I I also like the under forty three and a half. I think this. Both defenses uh, could could turn into a little bit of a defensive battle. I'm, I'm so I'm kind of with you guys uh, as far as it comes to Jaguars this year. Um, you know, I I do think they've got a good young team. You know, they could make end up being a pretty solid and definitely improve a lot over what happened last year with Urban Meyer. But I don't think it's going to start off right away. Um, you know, they're still dealing with a little issues you know james robinson just fresh off recovery out of the achilles injury um and then you know travis Etienne, he he should be healthy now but we haven't really even seen him yet uh can 
Christian Kirk actually be a true number one? I'm not super confident he can be, but he's definitely paid like he is. Um, but, you know, commanders over here, you know, I one thing I've always noticed is Riverboat Ron, uh, he, whenever he has a down year, it always seems like he comes back and has a pretty – brings the team back, um, especially since last year was his uh, first year with the team, right? Am I remembering that correctly? No, that no. second. Second two, or third. Yeah, yeah. This is his third year. Yeah. Um, so he's, uh, you know, I I think Carson Wentz is definitely going to be an upgrade to Taylor Heineke, who they had to deal with all last year. I mean, would you call it a significant improvement? Probably. Probably. It's an improvement. So, um, you know, I, I think they're going to be gearing up this Ron Rivera, he, he knows how to play in defenses. So um, I, I think the team could come out strong here in opening week. I, I feel good. I, I'd put money down on the team minus three on this one. Yeah, one interesting nugget in researching. Uh, five of the last six years, the team that spent the most in free agency has gone on to make the playoffs. Uh, Jags did it in 2018. Uh, Pats did it last year. Um, pretty pretty decent track record. Um hmm. So if you're if you're feeling frisky on the Jags this year, uh, might be worth it to bet Doug Peterson, coach of the year, twenty to one. Um, I think if I think I if like they if, if they do, it's a bad division. If they do go on to win the division, um, given what happened last year with Urban Meyer, and, and I think the NFL community owes owes Doug Peterson one after going in and winning the Super Bowl with the backup quarterback and sort of getting fired and two years after I could be uh the nfl is all about the storylines that could be one if the jags are indeed good and, and win the division this year well the shield's trying to pitch uh that jacksonville franchise to pretty much any city over twenty thousand people yeah, yeah. Life it's, it's, so yeah i could see the shield coming in and, and maybe propping this jags team up a little bit with uh some positive pr so yeah. we'll see not like it's a strong division afc south you know no not at all. Question marks with the Colts. You know, Titans probably leading that division. Probably, maybe. But they got they got some questions. That marks. team they good? Got, I don't know if that's got, team good. Uh, I'm not sure there is a good team in that division. I, I'm not either. Might be the Texans. <laughs> Might be the Texans. Speaking of the Texans, next game up, it's the uh, it's an AFC South showdown here. Indianapolis Colts heading into Houston to take on the Texans. Texans are eight and a half point underdogs at home the disrespect that lovey smith gets um as he renews his coaching career over under in this one is set at uh 46 and um i don't know why i'm just thinking about this now but that seems really that seems pretty high that does seem pretty uh, i'm gonna I, take I was thinking... I, i'm gonna put the under on that right now before i forget um but anyway uh i i personally i Really like the uh, the Texans here. Uh, been my theme. It was kind of the theme with the Bears and the Jets before this. But uh, you know these home teams getting a ton of points week one um, when we really don't have all that much to go on yet. Um, you know, I think I think you do good to uh, to take some of the points here. Uh, it's it's hard to win on the road in the NFL and. Uh, a lot of teams are hungry week one, uh, and teams are healthy, so uh, we'll see. But you know, as for this uh, 
Texans team. I mean, I know there's not a lot uh, that's being expected of them. It's it's kind of a patchwork roster, but um, you know, Lovey Smith uh, saw it firsthand in Chicago. He puts together a solid team uh, focused on the fundamentals and defense, special teams first. So uh, I'm confident that they'll play the game the right way and and they'll they'll keep things competitive. Uh, as for the Colts, um, I haven't liked what I've seen from Matt Ryan since. Uh, he lost that Super Bowl, so um, I I think they're taking a step back as well. Um, just uh, just not a not a big fan of some of the changes they've made. So we'll see uh what they can do. But Robbie, what are your thoughts? Yeah, you know I'm I'm right with you on the Texans. Um, Lovey, like you said, he could put together a good team. Now I know this is Lovey's second year. That's maybe who I was confusing with former former Bears guy. Um, but, um, yeah, I, I, I'm with you on the Colts and Matt Ryan. I'm not so sure Matt Ryan's really an upgrade from Carson once that much. Um, you know, he, he's definitely a more accurate guy, but is, does he have the arm strength anymore? I'm not sure. Um, you know, I, I'm lean under, under two in this game. Um, I think both defenses are going to show up to play. Colts defense, I think, is... Um, going to be really good again this year. Um, but I'm going to absolutely take the points with the Texans here. I think they could surprise people this week. Uh, I think they're being extremely undervalued. You know, I think as a future too, I think I saw four and a half games. I, I think they're going to win at least five. So, um, I, I think the Texans are a team to bet on early right now because public might be against them. Um, so I'm, I'm taking the points right here eight and a half is a lot, especially for a game, a divisional game right here. I'm with you guys on that. I, I, I love the Texans eight and getting eight and a half points at home. I mean, I, this Colts team, I, I don't under I don't understand why people think they're going to be good this year. Team hasn't, the people are acting like they're some sort of legacy AFC juggernaut team hasn't won a division since 2014. This team also hasn't won a home or a opening game in eight years. Haven't haven't won. They're zero and eight in their last eight openers. Uh, I, I think they probably get the win here, but um, you know, you guys mentioned it. Is Matt Ryan is he washed? I mean, we don't know. Is 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 Frank Reich a good coach? I haven't seen anything that says he is. Um, they, they have a good defense, but I, I I there's a lot of question marks on this Colts team. I. I, I they're over under is ten and a half. I'd be surprised if they're over. They're over five hundred this year. I, I I I just I'm out on this Colts team, and and you guys already said enough about the Texans. I I think they're a frisky team this year. Uh, I think they're going to play hard, and I, especially in these division games, they're gonna they're gonna cover a lot of lines that I, I think Vegas wouldn't expect them to cover. So all over the Texans here at eight and a half. Yeah, should be uh, should be an interesting matchup. Love these uh, early divisional uh, matchups that uh, we're getting here too. So um, yeah, another game where we could see just kind of strong indications of things to come uh, for the season is this Colts team for real? Is Matt Ryan washed? Like you said, Adam, uh, you are, or will this Texans team be frisky? So we will see. Uh, next up, couple intriguing teams uh, I think for this upcoming season. Uh, a couple teams with high upsides, um, but I think low floors as well. It's the Philadelphia Eagles taking on the Detroit Lions. This game is in Detroit. 
where the Lions are four-point underdogs, and the over-under is set at 48.5 in this one. Um, Adam, lead us off here. Yeah, you mentioned it. I'm, I'm really excited for this matchup. Um, I, I, I'm going to take the Eagles here. I, I don't feel great about it. I can, could, could be convinced either way. I just think that I think that they're going to have a little bit more success running the ball than the Lions will. I, I like I like the Eagles' D-line compared to the Lions' D-line. Uh, that might be one of their weakest spots on the team. I do like the Lions having a sort of a comeback year. Um, but in this matchup, I, I think they're going to be a little bit overmatched. But like I said, I, w- I wouldn't be surprised if they come out and make this uh, you know one, one score close game and um, cover the four at home. Um, but I, yeah, I don't have a great feel on this one. I, I, I'm going to lean the Eagles. You know, I'm, I'm really liking the lions this year. Um, you know, I, I think they could be a sneaky team for the playoffs. And I think I last saw that's like, uh, plus 400. I mean, this NFC North division, uh, we're, we're talking about bears, not probably not doing so well. Um, Vikings, I think, are very overhyped right now. Um, and the Packers are, um, you know, they're probably one of the worst Packers team, but, you know, they're projected to win the division, as they probably should be with the rest of these teams in this. Um, so I, th- I think the Lions could get quite a few divisional, sneak a cu- quite a few divisional wins and come out with a playoff spot. And, you know, I, I think they have a good shot to winning this at home here um i think the eagles have been very much hyped this off season uh, especially acquiring aj brown and um makes it look kind of seem like they're getting it all together to try to get a super bowl run going but uh you know the lions they really we saw it last year they had a lot of spunk to them like they were in a lot of close games and i actually kind of did qu- quick research to see if that was just my memory messing with me or what but um in one sc- they had let me i'm just trying to pull it up right now but um i i looked up in one in in their losses um they were lost by all oh, within a t- one score uh 46 percent of the time six out of 13 times um they were within a score and four out of 13 times uh they were within a field goal and i feel um, like most of those are in the back half of the year too they yeah just... they had quite a few in the back half of the year um but if you c- compare that to the other bottom 10 teams and remember detroit had the second worst record out, out in the nfl um but if you compare that to the bottom 10 you know that the only teams that were had a higher percentage of games within one score were the were uh the broncos the panthers and the seahawks and the only team that had more games within a field goal were just the seahawks and you know seahawks had russell wilson kind of bailing them out the whole time that's not going to be what this seahawks team is doing but i really think everything's pointing to upside for the lions and i think they start here i heard reports about the lions uh just um, having a packed stadium already and people are going to show up to this. So I think we're going to see, and I think this one is actually going to be one that's going to bust a lot of people's eliminators. A lot of people I think are going to pick the Eagles. And I think this is going to be a lot tougher game than people are expecting. I agree with you there. 
do not pick the Eagles as the eliminator. I'm flopping here. Because um, what what I think this is is a heartbreaking loss for the Lions. <laughs> and uh, But that probably means that they're inside of the four points. Um, so I, I do like the Lions this season. I, I think they're finally turning the corner. They're going to be... Uh, about a 500 football team, if not, uh, like we talked about, maybe a little bit of upside for, for more than that. Eagles team, um, you know, we'll see uh, what they're able to do as well. They could uh, surprise some people as well in a weak uh, NFC East. Maybe they're uh, the surprise top dog. Um, but for me, uh, yeah, I, I think, um, like you said, Robbie, they played in so many close games last year, um, especially at home. I, I, you got to think that they're able to keep this one close. And this Eagles team isn't like the cream of the crop of the NFL. Um, I think these teams are relatively uh, even. Maybe the Eagles have a slight edge, but I think this Lions team, uh, you know, they've shown that they're decently well coached, uh, and I think the they've got a lot of upside. So, um, yeah, I think I think this Lions team can hang with them. So I'll, I'll take them plus four. All right, well, next game up, we've got, uh, you know, another interesting one, another case of kind of an old classic team uh, going for a rebuild here. It is the Pittsburgh Steelers heading into Cincinnati to take on the Bengals. Uh, a lot of questions about if the Bengals are going to have that Super Bowl loss hangover. Uh, early line here, Bengals uh, minus 6.5 with the over-under set at 44.5. Uh, Mitch He's getting the start at quarterback uh, for the Steelers, so we can all celebrate for that. Uh, always team Mitch here. Uh, Captain Mitch to you. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm going to go with the Bengals in this one. Uh, I just think too much firepower, and uh, I, I'm not sure that the, the Steelers are going to be able to keep up with that offense in this one. Um, you know, the Steelers do have a good defense, but uh, – you know, they weren't really uh, a good matchup for this Bengals team last year, and I think, unfortunately, they've just they've gotten a little bit worse as part of the rebuild. So um, I like this Bengals team. I don't think that they're going to have the Super Bowl hangover, but we'll see. Uh, Robbie, what are your thoughts? You know, I actually do the bit. I, I hate to say this because I really like this Bengals team, but I do think they're going to have a little Super Bowl hangover. It's just just seems like it's inevitable with these Super Bowl losers that they're going to not perform as well to start the season. I mean, that one year when the after the Chiefs lost, I didn't think it was a thing. But, um, you know, sure enough, they had a slow start to the season. So I'm kind of banking on that a little bit. And I'm, I'm, I'll take the points with the Steelers. I, I'm not going to bet on this game just because I do think the Bengals are just such a better team, especially their – their coaching staff has just shown that they they are great, especially at making adjustments. But you know, divisional game, um, Steelers got a brand new quarterback, so uh, it did look seem like Big Ben was kind of on the last legs of his career. Um, he was fine, but you know, not not a world beater by any means. So maybe this Steelers team is going to have a little spark. I'm not confident in this Bengals team. I mean. Granted, I'm not super confident in the Steelers team either, so I'm staying off this one. But uh, I'll take the points with the Steelers here. Yeah, I'm going to take the Bengals in this matchup. Uh, probably not going to bet it, um, but I, I 
I'd have to disagree with you, Robbie. I think that the, the, I do not believe that this team will have a Super Bowl hangover. I, they proved their biggest weakness going into the year with the offensive line, um, and that their their roster is relatively young compared to a lot of up and or a lot of Super Bowl teams. You know, are veteran laden teams, and that just wasn't the case for the Bengals. So, uh, you can make a case that they can even be better um, in this matchup. You know, I do like the Steelers. I, I think that they're going to be a little bit more competitive than people are giving credit for. Um, I, I, I flip-flopped on this line. Um, I, I can see the Steelers making it making it a little closer. But in the end, I think home uh, home field advantage, uh, Cincinnati's going to be juiced up for this team. I'm, I'm going to take the Bengals, but um, definitely this, one, this won't be one I bet on. Um, but I will take the over 44-and-a-half. Um, I, I just think that's too low of a number for uh, a Bengals offense, and, and I think an improved offense for the Steelers with under Mitch ca- Captain Mitch. Absolutely. Yeah. Captain. All right, next game up, guys. We've got the Tennessee Titans hosting the New York Giants. Uh, Titans are five-and-a-half-point favorites in this one uh, with the over-under set at 43-and-a-half. A uh, little bit of change, as we talked about, with this uh, Titans team uh, this year. So they had Julio and uh, A.J. Brown last year, two uh, premier wide receivers. Uh, those guys are now out. In comes uh, Robert Woods. A uh, lot of change uh, for this uh, team. Defense was not very good last year. Uh, ultimately fell to the Bengals uh, in a tough uh, playoff loss last year. Um, Tannehill's getting older. I just, I'm not very high on this uh, Titans team. And then, um, you know, the Giants, it's kind of the, the same old story. I mean, you know, they're they're muttering around, not really sure, um, you know, what their plan is for getting better. But, uh, you know, it is a lackluster NFC East. Maybe maybe they surprise. I, I don't know. I, I For me, I, I'm just so – I like the Giants in this getting the five-and-a-half points, but that's more because I, I just don't really have any confidence in this uh, Titans team. I think the Titans last year were basically a product of, of their division. They were able to pick up a bunch of easy wins uh, on the Jags and the uh, Texans, so that helps uh, boost their schedule and got them in. But, uh, you know, they struggled against solid teams last year, and, uh, boy, their, their defense was Swiss cheese at times too. So I, I'm, I'm really out on this Titans team. I'll take the Giants plus the 5.5. Yeah, I'm out on both these teams. Uh, um, I have to pick a winner here, and I'm just going to go Titans. Uh, yeah, I, I, the Giants, I, I don't understand. that Their, their line was 7.5 wins. They, they got worse this offseason. Their only, I guess, positive addition was adding their draft class and Brian Dayball, but I, I just don't think that that's, you know, three-plus wins there. Um, they, the same class – Cast of clowns running that offense with Daniel Jones, uh, Saquon Barkley, and Kenny Kenny Galladay. Um, you know, I'd be surprised if he, if they all three actually last more than two games together. Uh, I I I'm, I'm just out on this Giants team. The Titans, uh, big loss preseason. Harold Landry tore his ACL. He was their best uh, edge rusher. Um, they still got a I guess a decent D line. Um, I you know I I I, I can see them struggling this year. Um, Still think that they're probably the favorite in that division, but in in this matchup, I, I think they come out the gate. Um, couldn't ask for a better matchup with the Giants. I, I 
I think they win to probably cover. Um, there's no chance I bet this game. <laughs> I don't even want to watch this one, and I'm no. super excited for the NFL season. <laughs> you know, what were the Titans last year? They're either like seven and one or eight and one right before Derrick Henry got hurt. I mean, they're they're playing well when Derrick Henry is in, and uh, I I do think Henry is going to be just back to his old self. I mean, I'm hearing reports about him just being still. Uh, Still having that top end speed, which uh, goes along with his monstrous body. Um, so if they could just, uh, if they they just move the ball with him, uh, which I very confident they can against this Giants team. Uh, by the way, what what it, what's this Giants uh, win total, Adam? Seven and a half. Seven and a half. God, that's high. How is that seven and a half? They're not that good. I bet. I don't understand where they got that line. It's not like they were like a seven-one team last year. No, it's I I'm not buying that at all. I'm all out on the Giants, but I I think the Titans could run up with them. I mean, I mean, Robert Woods, sure, he's not going to tower over anybody, but you know he he's a very good receiver still. And Traylon Burks, yeah, he's um hurt. There's good things coming from him out of camp. Whether that will translate the week one, probably not. But, um, you know, I, I feel good about this Titans team um, just being at home and running over this. Uh, they might be Giants team. I couldn't think of a better joke going along with that, so that's what I want. <laughs> well, we'll see. Yeah, they are, uh, they're not looking uh, too sharp. But, yeah, I'm, I'm with you guys. I, I don't want to watch this game. Uh, I certainly don't want to bet it. But, uh, you know, we, we cover all the lines here, so. All right, next up, we've got uh, the NFC North showdown here. It's Green Bay Packers taking on the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, this game is in Minnesota, where the Vikings are one-and-a-half-point underdogs with the over-under set at 48. And, uh, Adam, I'm going to have you lead this one off. Yeah, uh, I got a great feeling on this one. I uh, love the Packers, um, minus one-and-a-half, and it's going to be my lock of the week. But it's a lot. No. Yeah, this is another line I don't really understand. Um, obviously, Packers big loss with Devontae Adams, but I think that they're just going to lean more on their run game and defense, which got them to the number one overseed, overall seed in the NFC. Um, and then looking at the, I mean, both teams were pretty unchanged. Looking at the Vikings, the you know they had to change it. Head coach uh, Kevin O'Connell. Uh, you know, as the name of a somebody in the casted for the mummy, um, <laughs> taking over for taking over for Mike Zimmer. Uh, I I just don't see that that being a huge upgrade that everyone else sees it to be. That their defense got is getting get is getting older. Um, it, it got worse, and I don't think bringing in. Uh, getting rid of a defensive head coach for an offensive head coach is going to help that at all. Um, I, I, I expect this defense to be bottom five in the league. Um, and I, I just don't think that their offense can really get much better than what it's been the last couple of years. And, and they still haven't been a playoff team. So I, I, I'm, I'm just not buying the, the Vikings hype this year. And, and I, I know that the Packers are a really good team and I think they have one of the best defenses in the league. I, I, I don't see these two teams even close to being on the same plane as each other. I think the Packers come in and whoop ass on the, on the Vikings and teach them who's, who's boss in the NFC North still. Love, love the lead pipe lock here. Yeah. I'm, 
I'm heavy on the Packers here as well. I was surprised uh, to see this line uh, sitting at you know minus one and a half. I'm what is is this all just because people don't know who he's throwing to? Like is that is that what the thought is? Like I don't it's get gotta it. Gotta be. Yeah. I, I, I don't, don't get I, it. Um, I, I also don't get. It does, it's not. I think it's national media that's loving the Vikings, hating the Packers, and and I don't think any Bears fan, anybody who watches the NFC North, actually believes that. Yeah, because I, I think that's more of a national narrative for people that don't, don't really know the NFC North. Yeah, I agree. Um, you know, uh, Vikings have some solid weapons, right? Like Dalvin Cook, explosive. Uh, obviously. Uh, Thielen and uh, Jefferson uh, on the outside are, are big playmakers for them. Uh, but, you know, on the defensive side of the ball, I mean, they've been slowly getting depleted over the last few years. They're nowhere near uh, as good as they were um, when Harrison Smith and, and Anthony Barr were at their prime. Uh, it's it's just not the same defense. And, and yeah, now with, with Mike Zimmer out, um, yeah, I, I, I just, I don't, I don't know that uh, I don't know that they're going to be able to stop the pack moving the ball, and I expect uh, that Green Bay defensive line to really get after Cousins in this one. Um, you know, there's going to be a good amount of Packers fans in the stands too, making it loud. So um, I don't I don't know, guys. I I like I love the Packers here. I'm I'm pretty confident in it, uh, Robbie. Yeah, I'm confident in the P- Packers here too. Um, I think you guys had a lot of the points. I mean, yeah, this Vikings team just. That defense seems like it, it's nothing for Aaron Rodgers, no matter who his supporting cast is, to go by. I mean, even if they just run the tandem of A.J. Dillon and Aaron Jones and just work through them the whole game, you know, they'll still come out ahead. Um, I, I don't see how the offensive mind can uh, help this Vikings offense, which I thought was actually pretty solid to already i don't know how much more you could elevate that but this that defense just takes a huge hit um you know love to bet on the packers when i feel they're under vet undervalued in nfc north games and this feels like one of those instances so yeah all over the pack here yeah we'll see uh should be an interesting matchup here uh within the nfc north and i mean um (laughs) we'll get kind of a feel for who's going to be, you know, uh, who's Aaron Rodgers going to be spreading the ball out to. Um, Cause yeah, I think there's just a lot of question on where that pass, passing volume is going to go and uh, not really a clear indication from the team, uh, you know, who's going to be getting the majority of the snaps out there. So um, Sammy Watkins, the lizard man. Um, but uh, yeah, it should be a good game. Uh, next up though, guys, uh, another very good game. Uh, it's the L.A. Raiders. Take, or I'm sorry, L.A. Raiders. Uh, Las Vegas Raiders taking on the L.A. Chargers. Uh, Chargers are three and a half point favorites at home in this one, with the over under set at 52. Um, guys, I, I mean, I'm. This is a game I am really looking forward to. Um, I'm excited about this Chargers team I think that they've got a chance to compete um you know for a Super Bowl this year I would not be surprised if they wound up in an AFC championship game um this could be you know Herbert's year where he really just kind of takes over and, and takes the league by storm um but this Raiders team is also you know they added a lot of weapons 
uh, in the offseason. Obviously, uh, Devontae Adams is going to have a big impact. We'll see if he can uh, rekindle the kind of the magic that uh, he had in college with uh, Carr at Fresno State. But, uh, you know, this Raiders team kind of was sneaky decent on defense to last year. Um, and, uh, you know, same with this Chargers team. Uh, you know, at times, uh, you know, when they were healthy, really got after the quarterback and, uh, you know, forced a lot of turnovers. So, uh, for me, I'm going to take the uh, Chargers here, minus three and a half, in uh, what I expect to be a close game. Um, but, uh, you know, I think the Raiders... Uh, it could be really competitive. This one's just a little bit too close for me to call to bet with confidence, but uh, I do think the Chargers are going to uh, be able to take the edge in this one. Yeah, I'm with you. I've been kind of flipping back and forth between these. Um, I'm going to land with the points with the Raiders here. Um, I think both these teams are going to want to come up, start this season off on the right foot, and just like you said, I'm really expecting that, that car – Adams connection to come back you know they, they play together at Fresno say but you said and uh, I, I think they're going to want to show something especially in this matchup right here and you know obviously we could, we've seen what the Chargers could do they they could put up points of their own um, they've got a lot of offensive weapons so I'm really liking the over in this one I'll, I'm thinking 52 might be a little too low I, I can see both teams trying to ball out and just end up being just a a race to first team to get 30 points really so um i I like the over here yeah i like the raiders um you got me guys touched pretty much everything on this game i i I think that the i mean both teams really improved this offseason but i I think chandler jones um was one of the better signings because that the the, one of the biggest biggest weaknesses for the raiders team is that other than max crosby they couldn't really get to the pass or pass her quarterback and now i think they got a good duo um yeah i i think both these teams are destined for the playoffs this year i i expect this game to be very close and uh, i'm just gonna take the team getting the, the points um raiders three and a half i'm really excited for this one all right uh next game up guys we've got the kansas city chiefs taking on the arizona cardinals Cardinals are four-point underdogs at home in this one with our highest over-under of the week at 53.5. Robbie, you lead this one off. Yeah, this one actually kind of surprised me a little bit. Um, I I thought these teams would be a little bit closer uh, when it came to the line, especially with what happened in the offseason with the Chiefs. Losing Tyreek Hill, he's a big X factor. He's definitely one of the – he is one of the elite players receivers in this league um he could just get open and not only that he could contest her balls that's that's the ultimate combo you could really have so um chiefs kind of lost quite a bit on offense um really only keeping as receivers are concerned travis kelsey who obviously he's uh been such a phenomenal tight end one one of the best to do it but he's getting old too um is this going to be a season where he starts to see the wear and tear? Who knows? But I I actually really like the Cardinals here. I think they're going to pull off the win here. Um, you know, they're maybe a little banged up to start. They obviously don't have DeAndre Hopkins to start the year. 
Um, but I, I think they're going to be able to come out firing and at very least compete. I mean, I personally am taking Cardinals money line, but I am going to lock in Cardinals plus four in this one. But it's a lock! No! It's just too many points for a home team against uh, a Chiefs team that really been questionable offseason to me. Yeah, I'm with you guys. I, I, I like the Cardinals here getting the points. I, we mentioned the college connection with Adams and Carr. I, I don't think people are fully aware that Kyler and Hollywood Brown had a college connection going back to Oklahoma. I expect Hollywood to have a massive year this year. I think he was underutilized in, in Baltimore. Um, I don't know if they, they know how to use a wide receiver on that team. Uh, they don't need to. <laughs> They're obviously good at what they do, but this is not their offense. Uh, I, I, I think he could be uh, this year's leader in yards. Um, I, I, I like the Cardinals here getting off to a decent start. Um, I'm not sure they're going to win, but I, I like them getting the four points at home. And I just I expect this one to be back and forth shootout. Uh, really good game to watch. I, I think the Chiefs offense takes a little bit of a hit, but um, by the end of the year, they'll have it all figured out. and they'll, Somebody will emerge, whether it be MBS or Juju um, or both, you know, taking, taking um, place for Tyree Kill. But I, I, th- I think this one's going to be high scoring and close. So I'm taking the home team with the points. Yeah, um, I you know you guys kind of hit the nail on the head for me. I I like the Cardinals here money line. Um, you know that Chiefs team uh, found a way to get it done last year, but it looked ugly much of the time. Um, and you know I I don't think that they got any better in the off season. Um, arguably they're best uh player outside of Mahomes uh no longer on the team um you know and Tyreek Hill as, as Robbie mentioned um I yeah I'm I'm not exactly sold on the Chiefs being a Super Bowl contender this year um and I think they'll struggle in this game uh I I do think the Cardinals win it outright and the fact that you're getting four points too I I think is is just insane so uh, give me, give me the Cardinals plus the four. Uh, that's a great pick. Um, glad you're locking that up, but uh, yeah, I'll, I'll even jump on the money line here because I, I think it's, it's great value. All right, next game up, guys. It is Sunday Night Football, and it's uh, Tom Brady and the Buccaneers taking on the Dallas Cowboys in Dallas. Uh, Cowboys are one and a half point underdogs at home in this one, with the over under set at fifty. Uh, guys, I really like uh, the Bucks here. Um, basically, just got to win the game at a one-and-a-half spread. Uh, you know, watch, they will win by one because I said that. But, uh, no, I mean, with everything going on with the Cowboys right now and the injuries on their offensive line, and then now you've got Michael Gallup out as well, um, I... I'm a little bit concerned about um, Dallas early on this season while they try to sort out some of these injuries. Um, you know, that uh, Tampa Bay defense has a lot of playmakers on it. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I expect that offense to be able to pick up right where they left off. Um, you know, Tom Brady's uh, going to move the ball around well. Um, you know, they still got Leonard Fournette running hard. And uh, weapons everywhere on the outside for that team. I, I don't know 
how the Cowboys are going to be able to keep up with them in this game. So I, I love the Bucks here. Basically, you just need them to win the game. Um, minus one and a half here. I'm going to lock that up. But it's a lock! No! Yeah, um, I, I like, I love this Bucks minus one and a half too. I, if you were, uh, I, I was debating between the Bucks and the Cardinals here. Unfortunately, Evan, you grabbed the Buccaneers already, so thanks for making my life easier. But yeah, I'm, I'm on with you for a lot of the same reasons. Um, if you are feeling questionable about the line, because you know, if you remember maybe the opening Thursday night game last year and the Buccaneers winning by a point, um, then just take Buccaneers money line. I mean, it's uh, not that much different than um, you're, you're going to lose a little bit of value, but if it makes you feel safer, go for it. I mean, I, I feel very confident in this Buccaneers team coming in and just take, taking care of business. Um, you know, I, I'm sure people are concerned with um, some of the weapons uh, Tom Brady has, um, like Godwin coming back from injury and Julio Jones as he washed. But I, it, I do not doubt Tom Brady whatsoever. He's going to get this season rolling on the right foot. Yeah, I'm with you guys. I'm, I'm not as confident. Um, I, I could see this one sort of going either way. Um, and I, I think there's significant concerns for both teams. Um, I, I feel like, you know, that people are penciling in the Cowboys to be this juggernaut offense like they were last year when, you know, they they lost a couple pieces of Cooper, uh, Tyron Smith being out. Um, you know, they're going to have to find ways to manufacture offense that they, they didn't in previous years. Um but yeah, I I just like Tampa in this matchup. I think that they will be able to run the ball, dictate tempo. I, I think they have a pretty the, their strength of their defense is their D line, and they're going to need it against the Cowboys. Um, I just think it's a good matchup uh, for the Bucks. So I'm gonna take uh, take them minus one and a half. All right, so we're all on the Bucks with this one. Uh, finally, guys, Monday Night Football. It is the Denver Broncos taking on the Seattle Seahawks. Seahawks are six-point underdogs at home, and the over-under is at 43. Um, be burying the lead here if we didn't talk about the Russell Wilson uh, revenge game. Um, speaking of which, have you guys seen this stupid fucking thing um, that Amazon is promoting with Russell Wilson about how they're, they're going to like use a different football for like the Amazon prime games this year no yeah look look this up on when you guys get a chance um it's it's like a fraud it's like amazon's trying to be funny and they're like trying to trick people into thinking it's real but it's the stupidest fucking thing um and of course they got the corniest player in the whole damn league to, to sign up to do it with them russell wilson um but anyway um for me guys uh i i love the broncos here minus six um this Seahawks team is going to struggle immensely this year. I think they're uh, pretty much a lock for a top five draft pick. And uh, even though they're at home, I, I don't really think they're, they're going to compete. I think uh, there's going to be more cheering for just Russ tearing this team up uh, from the Seattle faithful as a show of appreciation than, than Geno Smith's going to get all night. So um, I like the Broncos minus six here. I just think uh, vastly... Uh, outweigh them in terms of talent uh overall uh so i'll, I'll take broncos yeah that, that prime football that looks 
I don't even know what Amazon was trying to accomplish. It looks like a Nerf ball. It's it's stupid. uh, Some weird gimmick, but it got us talking about it, so uh, make sure you buy stuff off Amazon Prime. Damn you, Bezos. (laughs) Got me, Bezos. But um, I'm with you. Um, Kind of, for all the uh, away strong heavy favorites this week, I think the Broncos are the most fitting of the all these teams. Uh, And I'm talking about those away favorites that are six or more points. Um, I I think this is the the one that is uh, most realistic, to be honest. Uh, Other ones I feel like were question marks. And, you know, Russell Wilson, um, it doesn't sound like he uh, ended his time in Seattle very cordially. So um, I wouldn't be surprised if he just wants to run up the score. He's got some good offensive weapons and Sutton and Jerry Judy and, um, you know, not to mention the two-headed monster of Javante Williams and Melvin Gordon. Um, you know, that, that offense is going to be able to put up points um, now that they got an actual competent quarterback at the helm. And not to mention this defense will be pretty solid. Um, and as, on the Seahawks side of the ball, man, I'm just watching some of those preseason games. I know I try not to take too much away from preseason, but this Seahawks team just looks garbage. Um, I'm not sure how they're going to be able to make it through with Geno Smith and Drew Locke. I, it's going to be just ugly nonstop, but um, I, I guess we'll have to see. I, I'm going to take the revenge game on Monday night right here no, um, on the Broncos. I mean, it's a lot of points, so I probably won't actually bet it, but I feel pretty good about the Broncos. All right, yeah, I'm going to preface this matchup by saying that this game I'm going to keep separate from how I feel about these teams this season. I'm going to take the Broncos six points. I think this is the Super Bowl for Russell Wilson to prove prove Pete Carroll wrong, prove the 12th man wrong, that it was all him and it wasn't the defense or the Seahawks or whatever he's got in his ego. Uh, <laughs> but Whatever Sierra is yeah, whispering in his ears. Season long, I, I, I really do not like the Broncos. Um, I'm not sure Russell Wilson still has it like he had it, you know, with least mobility. Um, he's still going to be a dy- uh, dynamic playmaker, play-action quarterback, but the defense is going to be bad. Um, you know, I, I, they, they, they might have the worst def, uh, defense in that division. They're playing a horrible schedule. Um, it, I, I, I see them having a tough time getting to 500, um, even with Russell Wilson. And the Seahawks, I know it looked bad this preseason, but they, they got legitimate playmakers on offense. DK, Tyra Lockett, Rashad Penny, Kenneth Walker. Um, if one of those two quarterbacks can play adequate, I think Pete Carroll can coach him up to getting some some sneaky wins at home. Uh, just not this week. I I, th- I think this is this is Russ's Super Bowl. Like I said, man, he'll come he'll come to play Monday night. But um, season long, it's sort of had the opposite takes. All right, well, guys, that's week one. Uh, let's do a quick recap of our lead pipe locks. So, uh, Adam, you've got the Packers uh, minus one and a half. Robbie, you've got the Cardinals plus four, and uh, I've got the Bucks uh, minus one and a half on the road in Dallas. Uh, so, let's uh, quickly take a look here and see if we can come up with a. Uh, a parlay together. Uh, we're all on the Bears. We're all on the Saints. We're all on the Texans. 
We are all on the Packers. We are all on the Cardinals. We're all on the Bucks, and we're all on the Broncos. So a lot of options to choose from here. Um, I think I wrote in the Packers minus one and a half. We're all confident about that one. Is is that a good starting point? I think so. Yeah, yep. I like the pack. Uh, I I like the Saints. Uh, covering the five and a half, I think they could do that. I'd be fine with that. Yeah, I'd be fine with the Saints. I'd be Saints. fine with the you know. I'd, I'd go. Yeah, Tech Texas. I could be fine with Broncos. I I I could be fine with the Browns Panthers under too. If you guys want to go that route, I know both of you guys like that. Mm-hmm. I'm a little more on the fence, but um, we we we've ran into issues last year with picking the uh, over unders. Yeah, these. new season, new season. Yeah. <laughs> I think we got a lot of agreement in other games that yeah. Um, so I mean, Packers I, locked in. I know Adam, you're kind of on the fence with Bucks Cowboys. What about the Cardinals? I feel better with the Cardinals than the Bucks. Plus four, plus four Cardinals. Yeah, I do like that. All right, Cardinals. Saints. I I like the Saints. I think they'll cover that. Yeah, I I'd be. I'd agree with you guys. Uh, I'd like that one too. Yeah, well, let's, let's roll with it. I'd yeah, do I like that. Those. Okay. So, uh, podcast parlor then, guys. Uh, Saints minus five and a half, Packers minus one and a half, and Cardinals plus four at home. Again, Saints Saints covering on the road against Atlanta. Pack covering on the road against the Vikings and uh, the Cardinals to cover plus four at home. That's what we're looking at here for the podcast parlay. Uh, Adam, did you want to break out a power parlay of the week? Yeah, this one's going to be pretty simple. Um, I had just going with a three-teamer teaser plus three. Um, Packers, Saints, and um, I can't read the other one. Bills? Bills, yeah. All plus three. Um, that that pays out plus 340. I just, I, I'm extremely confident with those three teams, and I don't see um, either of those first two teams losing, and I don't see the Saints uh, winning by anything less than three. Okay, I like it. Uh, guys, what are we thinking for the Eliminator? I think Broncos are going to be a popular choice uh, early on. Uh, maybe the Ravens as well against the Jets. Um, Me and Robbie were talking earlier. We we, we were both on the Ravens, but um, I mean it's tough taking a road team in it, an eliminator. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, of all the to me, Ravens just seems like the safest pick in Week One. I personally just want to get on the right foot while we try to digest everything that's going on and just try to get one that's a locked in. Um, because a lot of, you know, thing with the Eliminators, that week one, always going to get some whammies in there. Uh, I feel like Ravens are the safest, but, you know, we, we uh, I'd be okay being spicy with, like, a Broncos or something like that. Yeah, I mean, you're talking about home favorites, though. Like, your biggest home favorite is Bengals against the Steelers, but... Um... I mean, the Jets beat the Bengals last year. That was a killer. So, yeah. I mean, and, like, I don't know. I it, Tough division game. I, I could see, like, I could see a world where the Steelers pull off, pull something out of their ass and they figure that game out. Yeah. Um, 
I, I don't like, know, as far me, as home favorites go, I'm oddly more confident in the Titans over the Giants. But uh, that that's gross. It's gross. That's gross. It's gross for week one. I almost think it's the Broncos. I, I I'm good with the Broncos. I'm good with the Broncos. Also, update that Cardinals Chiefs line is now plus six Cardinals. What? So we're, right. we're on it. Is there? Is there bad news? I don't. It's, I don't think so. I haven't heard anything today. It was for. I don't know. Vegas. It, it, Vegas just learned yeah. about the D Hop suspension. So, something. Uh, something's fishy going on there. Oh. Did Kyler get back in Call of Duty? <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Yeah, I think. Uh, I think we got to hammer that. Oh yeah. Plus six. Thank Plus you. Plus six. Why? Interesting. Why wow, does that uh, mean? I could. Everything uh, changes the plus six right now. Uh, I mean, I'll take the extra points. Yeah, yeah, you know. Why not? Use use this to your advantage, Robbie. All right, that's what I would sweet. say. Sweet. Plus six cards. That's ridiculous. It is ridiculous, um, guys. Right. That's that's gonna do it for week one, though. Anything else to add before we get out of here? Uh, glad the football is back. It's been it's been too long. Absolutely. Way too long. Let's get at it. Getting at it, ready to start the next season. Hopefully we start strong here. You look bears. All right, guys. Well, thanks for tuning in, and uh, thanks again for joining us for Season 4. We'll be here with you all season, so uh, make sure you uh, sign up for us on uh, on, uh, uh, your local podcast platform, and you follow us on social media, Instagram, uh, Twitter, at SLFootballGuys. Take care.